I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Nah, I, I, I'm quite scared of fannies, so nothing against oh, yeah. lesbians. Yeah, I'm, I haven't even seen me own. Like, I'm terrified. You've got five of fannies. Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. So this week we have got one of my favourite people in the industry, which I feel like I say a lot, but I suppose I only have people on here who I really like. But trust me when I say this, she is one of the nicest, the most genuine, and out now girls girl, it is of course the lovely Jess Wright. Welcome! Oh, that intro was so lovely, Vic. You're always so nice. Love you. And right back at you, girl. Thanks, Vic. Well, I could have gone on forever. I feel like me and you, I, I was just saying to my producer before we started, I was like, I know everyone loves Jess. Like, I know the nation loves Jess. But I feel like I've got a really special affinity with her because I feel like we sort of grew up in this industry yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. And had like similar paths with boys. Well, not really similar, but you know what I mean. Like we kind of, we've been through the ups and the downs with the whole love lives and oh, we've yeah. crossed things, we've crossed like industries at different points. But yeah, no, you're... You're also one of the top girls in this industry for me, I'm afraid to say. So I think we just yes. love each other lots. That's the end yeah, of it. Fangirl each other. Yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jess is far too polite and far too much of a lady to say it, but I feel like what she wanted to say, um, and I'll let my potty mouths do the talking, is we've had what they share of dickheads. <laughs> oh, God, haven't we just? My God. <laughs> Oh mate, I'll get we'll get to all that in a second. What I want to talk to you about first is of course your rise to stardom. So you and me both started around is it ten years ago now? Yes, it'd be ten years in October since I think Towie aired. I think it was October, September, October. Mm. And yeah, ten years. I mean, how many years has it been for you? Similar must be. We're coming up to about the same thing, mate. I think I just did an interview recently where the woman reminded me, I can't believe she had to remind me, but it's just so long ago. Um, she was like, it would be 10 years ago now that you were cast. Oh my so, God. So yeah, about Crazy. the same I know you guys popped onto like people's screens just a little bit before us. I can remember, because I can yeah. remember, Jess, being glued. Like Towie was unreal when it first came on, mate. Oh my God, like, wasn't it just like the most crazy kind of, because the reruns are always played on ITVB now. Yeah. So, and sometimes I'll like, if I'm flicking through and it's on, I'll be like, oh, I wonder what series it is and I'll have a look. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you look, if you watch the beginning episodes, <laughs> it was so explosive and crazy and like almost unbelievable. Like you'd be like, how is this even real? How are these people real? How is it like? <laughs> but I think that's why it became so popular because it really was just so different. Um, yeah. to anything that had been on TV. I think the only one before us was Jersey. 
Jersey Shore. Is that right? In terms uh, well, of what, kind yeah. of following people's lives. Well, last, I mean, obviously you had like all things like the real world and Big Brother years ago, but I think we were sort of like the next wave. Um, and you're right. And Geordie Shore was modelled on Jersey Shore like it was heralded as the British, British version, obviously. But now Towie pipped us to the post. And I remember me and me pals sitting around Jess and absolutely loving it because you're right. Before we all had a chance to think, Jesus Christ, like this is our lives that we're letting people into. Um, and we sort of, we did, we, we learned to, I don't want to say edit myself, but you definitely learned across the years to give less of yourself. Yeah. But so, I think you were so much better at that than me. Like if, like I've seen parts of Geordie Shaw and I've, you know, like I saw bits with you and, and everything. And I feel like you really had that down to a T. You kind of was, you, you were really outspoken and, and just was yourself. Whereas I feel like I was a bit of a shell of myself. Um, and I always say this, I don't know whether it's because um, because I was in bad relationships or like whatever, but like mm. I just was a real shell of myself. So I wasn't kind of outspoken. I kept myself a bit sort of isolated, whatever. And, and watching you is so refreshing because you were just so outspoken in yourself. It was almost a nice sign of confidence. And I feel like that's what I really lacked actually at the beginning. Do you know, Jess, that's so weird that you say that because I would have never guessed it. And like, honestly, I, I, I have to tell you this. I actually always wanted to be on Towie. Like, obviously, I know I don't have the <laughs> accent for it or anything like that. But when, even when Geordie Shaw started and like we were establishing ourselves as well, I always used to watch Towie and think, God, they look so glamorous and the houses are so nice and the places they're going to are so cool. And like, obviously, in comparison, we were just like slut dropping and scranning kebabs. So I, <laughs> I always felt like, and you guys like, oh, my God, you, all you girls like had the gorgeous outfits and you were getting all the dress deals and the brands wanting to work with you. And yeah, I just feel like nobody really wanted to work with us at first because they thought we were a bit car crash. So I, I know what you mean. I, there was almost a snobbiness, wasn't there? I mean, we, we've oh, had, yeah. we had a snobbiness around us as well, but I think it was just a, in a different kind of way. But I think the good, like, testament to you because you and so many of the other girls on Geordie Shore have come out the other side and actually like have done so well like when you look at the success rate of the girls from Towie and from Geordie Shore I mean it's quite incredible because we've all kind of just carved our own sort of careers and made the absolute most of what what we were given basically and that's so like so nice so I know what you mean at the beginning you definitely had a snobbiness around that show but you you all came through it and I mean Mm. look at you all now Look at me oh, ab- <laughs> Look at me. Absolutely, mate. Like, I can't knock where I come from. Like, a lot of people ask us when I'm on, I'm in your position now, when I'm being interviewed, they say, like, are you embarrassed or ashamed of Joy Shaw? And, like, let's get one thing straight. I am not ashamed of where I come from, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to try and better myself and be proud of where I'm going. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? You almost want yeah. to say, um, like it's okay to move on from something you began on but no one's saying that it's because we're ashamed but then it's like but you're from that it's a hard one because you can't win can you basically is what I'm trying to say it's like you you get tarred with that brush and so when you try and escape like you know do better escape of course they tell you that you can't because of whatever but then like you're looked down on because you were on that show it's just like whatever 
I think like it's it is super difficult and I, I do remember like always feeling like that you might just tell us this is an insecurity but there's a sense of like a hierarchy with reality tv and I always felt like made in Chelsea because they were all so glam and like all so well spoken they were proper at the top yeah. you know what I mean they were the ones getting the Rimmel fake tan deals yeah. even though I absolutely loved their instant sun shimmer absolutely loved it but yeah. they were the ones getting that and then you guys were the ones like launching your own dress deals and stuff and we were just like we just got the scraps over at Geordie Shaw. Like. Oh, that's so, I know, I can, I can imagine. But like I said, you've all smashed it since. And now all the brands oh. want to work with you guys. Like there's, I know what you mean though, there is a snobbiness. And Made in Chelsea definitely had that kind of edge edge to us because I guess they were well-spoken, therefore considered to be well-educated and whatever else. But like I always say, I have a degree. I, you know, I just, <laughs> I've said that so many times to back myself up. It's actually boring and, now. You and me both, mate. Like I remember it used to be me thing when people would be like, tell us something we don't know about you. And I'd be like, well, actually, I've got a degree. Yeah. And then they'd go, in what? And I'd be like, that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> what is yours in again? I don't even know. Trauma, media and cultural studies. <laughs> oh, see, that's insane and probably helped you so much in, in this industry. Mine's business and marketing. So again, it, it's definitely helped me in, in that. But people Absolutely. just, like you say, like people just tar us, with, tar us with one brush and just be like, oh, you know, they're from that show. So they're thick or they're, they are, um, I don't know, you know, trashy, yeah. whatever they might say. But actually, yeah, they don't know that us girls are, actually secret nerds <laughs> do you know what though like I don't mind that sort of common misconception at times it can be frustrating but like tells if you agree I actually feel like it's driven me to achieve what I have coming from a place where people thought you weren't capable of some certain things or you weren't going to amount to much or you'd reached some sort of ceiling just by being on a reality tv show it actually gave me a burning desire to not only prove people wrong but to be the best version of myself I could and achieve what I wanted in this industry. Yeah, and definitely, 100%. And I also think that a lot of, like where we're both similar as well, Vix, is I think we've both always been very ambitious. So yeah. we all, almost like, we've got loads of drive. We've kind of not grown up with a silver spoon in our mouth and we have just like, we've always had that kind of work ethic. And I think in this yeah. industry, that goes a long way. And also oh, like, you've always been lovely to people. You've never kind of... You've given people a chance. You were always the girl that was champion, championing other girls opposed to putting them down. And I think it's now, important. absolutely. And I think so many girls now are like that. Whereas I think about five, 10 years ago, it was it was quite a bitchy environment, wasn't it? Like much more so than now. No, I agree. And I think it, it takes everyone a little while to come around to stuff. But I think um, women supporting women is just super important. Um, yeah. And I've I've all I've got a great group of mates. We've talked about this before, Jess. Like you're very similar to me. Great group of mates that I've had since I was like literally about fifteen. They're going nowhere. I'm going nowhere. We're going to be friends for life. And I yeah. think I've always wanted to see them be happy. Like I've always wanted to see them do well. So why would it be any different when I meet women in the industry? I, I want the same for them. Like I want you to smash it. I want you to get married. I want you to have kids. I want you to like reach all your professional goals I just want women to be fucking brilliant <laughs> yeah it's just so so and I like I said I feel like it wasn't back in the day but you were one of the first girls in this industry to really preach about that and actually it's rubbed off on so many others and I think that's so important because I know girls oh. that weren't championing others at the beginning 
and I was probably guilty of it myself at one point I don't remember but I'm sure at one point I've been seen to be like that to someone because we can't we can't please everyone but actually you kind of be like you, you realize that actually just being bitchy or or, or being jealous or, or too competitive actually gets you nowhere it's so much better to be prouder of our fellow women and big them up because ultimately we're in this together that's it it's just honestly like to strip it back to its simplest thing being jealous and not supporting other women it's just not cute it's not cute but we can't be too hard on ourselves Jess I know you said there like you might have been guilty of it before let's not forget like your 20s is a hard decade totally and like hard time massively and this in and and especially being in the industry like it was really competitive wasn't it it was like it was a hot uh dog eat dog world at one point but yeah mm. I've never been that kind of hard girl I've never been a massively jealous girl either jealousy is a really awful trait and I feel mm. like it's instilled in you isn't it if you're that kind of person but um mm. yeah no I definitely think over time we've all learned that women and women have just become a lot more together like in togetherness now haven't they like everyone's yeah. more women's rights and and all the kind of different movements that have happened in the last 10 years compared to what they were before so yeah women girl think- power I think a lot, and like in particular in the press, just like we women were often pitted against each other. Oh, um, totally. And now it's nice to see that real, like, strong solidarity coming forward. Um, but I mean, I'm all for it. I always have been, and I do think it's it, it's it's hard to um, to support other women when you yourself are just finding your feet and you're yeah. super insecure and you're super scared, and those emotions are they're bred in reality TV and, and I think bred. you're right about the 20s that was such a big point you like when you mid 20s we, we we still don't know who we are we're still trying to find our feet we're, we're going out with idiots like who are not building up our self-esteem and yeah we were being brutalized in the industry by paps you know like kind of like bad pictures of us and comments that were made and you know we didn't know about contouring we didn't know about highlighter we didn't know about concealer do you know what I mean so actually we were sort of thrown in the deep end with like paparazzi orange faces bandage dresses that did not look good on us and do you know what I mean like we weren't kind of we we, we were like a dog what's it called um fish to no dog to the slaughter or whatever it's called when you're just thrown in I know exactly what you want to say, but I can't think. Yeah, of what it. is it? A lamb, it's a lamb to the slaughter. Lamb to the slaughter. I'm so sorry. bad with analogies. S- sorry my- to any vegans out there. We really yeah. apologise for that yeah. graphic imagery. No, but <laughs> Jess, my you killed is- so many animals there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said dog. I mean, what? Oh, I love dogs. Oh, that was really dark. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the worst at analogies. My partner goes mad at me. He's like, go on, go on. I'm like, I'm as hot as, and he's like, go on, go on. And he like waits. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm so bad. But yeah, and we were what... like lambs and slaughter, literally. There we go. She got there in the end. I know. But it is, it is 10 years since we both started in the industry. And regardless of um, sort of our slightly different starts and polar opposite ends of the country, yeah. um, we definitely have gone through similar things. And I feel like because of that I have got a really strong affinity for you and I know yeah, I know the whole nation was rooting for you to find a lovely fella but um I feel like nobody more so than me I just <laughs> want to just I'm so pleased for you Jess oh I love you thank you so much that is so kind and right back at you as well Vix like you're so oh. happy and it's so nice to see because yeah, we've both through been through the run of the mill, haven't we? Oh, I got yeah. one right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we really have. And bless you, yeah, it was it was crazy. Like when I announced that I was engaged, 
honestly, I think the world of women in this country rejoiced. <laughs> they were like, thank God she found someone. I'm like, has my love life been that bad on TV? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> no, honestly, mate, like I get some messages and you must get the same thing um, from people just being like, I've gone through the worst breakup. I thought like, I thought I was never going to recover. Like, I feel like my life's falling apart and stuff. But seeing you with Erkan, finding yeah. your happiness and actually proving that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It gives us all hope that there is a happily ever after out there for everybody. Um, and I think that is what you've done, mate. And I, I know oh. you didn't ever go out there with the sort of intention of being some sort of beacon of hope for women in their 30s, but you fucking are and you need oh. to wear that proudly. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it, it, one like I said in, in the interview about it, I... I at one point, I really did think it wasn't going to happen. I gave up. I was just like, what are the chances of me at 33, which I was at the time, bumping into randomly, God knows where, the man of my dreams or or like the man that I eventually will be able to call my soulmate. Like, there's just no yeah. chance. I was like, just forget it. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to meet anyone on an app. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. So if I don't, I don't. And you know what? Sometimes life isn't all about just finding the one and it isn't to be fair but um it's always nice if you do but um yeah and then obviously we were match made and yeah I've always said it matchmaking I think personally is such a good way of getting people together because you've got people that ultimately care about you Uh and know you really well setting you up with someone that they clearly think is compatible and that's how we got together so yeah and I'm, I'm glad that it's a beacon of hope for loads of women because yeah at one point like I said I was 33 and I nearly gave up but girls don't because he is out there and you're I really believe your path is your path is made out for you and I just think that like I was having so much fun and kind of being very independent and doing my own thing for so long and actually that's what I needed to do before I settled down so it was perfect timing really I mean I couldn't agree with you more like I want to talk to you more about this at lengthly I'm not going to get into it too much now but I think I and I probably believe this like when you're going through it, it's super difficult for you to to have clarity and to understand that actually you need to meet the wrong people so that when you meet yeah. the right one, you'll feel grateful. You'll know he's right. You you will be ready. But when you're in the when you're in the moment and oh. you're being hurt and you're being let down and you're just meeting one terrible fella after another, it is so hard to to, to be measured I know. and think and, and it's coming. You- Me good guy's coming. And people close to you, like your mum or your sister, whoever, they say to you, like, it, I promise it's going to be fine because you w- you will meet someone that's better for you. And you always think, no, I won't because he was the one or no, I won't because, mm. you know, whatever reason, I'm, I'm too old or whatever. But actually, like, mums and, and they've been through it. So they, they get, well, they haven't been through it because my mum got with my dad at 21. But, like, they, they kind of know through life experience it can work out in the end. And I feel like through my life experiences of going through all that crap and then finding, like, someone who I'm marrying is what I will be passing on to my daughter if I have one, please God. So I, I feel like <laughs> I can then say, when they come home crying in their mid-20s, when I know that their head's all over the place because it's, it's a crazy age, um, I can say to them, I'm not worried about you one bit because I know that you're going to meet the one at the right time because I really do believe that our lives are mapped out. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ow. Oh, and it's... it's, it's... I mean, honestly, I feel reassured that you've just said that. But then I know my mum, my last breakup, Jess, I know my mum was like, honestly, Vicky, like, it wasn't right. Yeah. And the right person is just around the corner. And I had all the same thoughts that you've described running through my head, like, how do you know, ma'am? Like, he was the one. Yeah. Like, I'm 32. Like, in what world am, am I going to have to start again and it's going to be okay? Who's going to want us? Like, who's going to want me for me and not because I'm Vicky Patterson off the telly? Like, all of these things went through my head and I didn't trust me, mum in the moment. I just, I'm just going to remind you of this when you are having a trip, when you do have a girl and she's like, fuck off, mum, you're full yeah. of shit. Because I feel like we've got to realise it on our own, Jess. We've got to realise it on our yeah, own. Yeah, that is the thing, isn't it? We can tell them as many times as they want, but as we want, but they're never going to listen, are they? They have to learn by themselves. And we did. We, we've been through it all. There's nothing we can say we haven't, you know, we've been hurt, we've been lied to and whatever else but we came out the other side and thank god we're, we're okay <laughs> you are okay and Aww. i don't want to spend too much time dwelling in the past because i can see you're super happy but i feel like we we have to talk about certain things you went through and tell yeah. and because like reality tv at its very its very essence is so invasive and your entire like personal life is just played out for people's entertainment you had amazing moments I loved watching your relationship with your mum and your nanny pack like mate it was so beautiful to see mm. you provided like a backbone for the show like yeah. I loved that it was like you were the family weren't you and I absolutely loved that but then it was hard because I felt so invested in your story it was hard to watch your hard points yeah like your break your breakup for example yeah, like, it's never nice should... to see that anyway, is it? Especially yeah. when you've invested like years into watching a programme and the characters and stuff. Yeah. And even if even if I didn't know you, Jess, which obviously by that point I did, I would feel like I knew you. Oh. I know I would. <laughs> Everyone says that. <laughs> um, and it must have been awful to play that out on TV. Yeah, it was. It was horrendous. Um, and I mean, at the time it was horrendous, but now obviously I look back and think, my God, like you had no idea. <laughs> but I mean... It, you know what like like I like you said you live and learn and I was younger and I did my confidence was shot to the ground by previous relationships uh, or a previous relationship but I think when that happened on screen it was almost my moment to be like because because he questioned me at the time like why would you do that on camera and I was like <laughs> because our relationship has played out on camera for two and a half years so why am I going to let you get away with doing what the fuck you've done to me which at the time was crap Mm-hmm. And then everyone's going to blame me for ending it over something really silly. Like I had to mm-hmm. just have that moment where it was like, yeah, just my moment, like telling him like, you're an idiot and this is over. So yeah, like it, w- it was really hard at the time. I was in a terrible state before it, like I had to go into the scene. But um, 
you know what I came out the other side and these things only make you stronger like and they and then you learn as well like how you will not be treated in the future and I think that's why it took me so long to settle down after because anyone that came along I would just have a barrier up and be like unless you're going to be like my best friend then I'm not interested because I want someone who treats me well and not like crap so I get it yeah I get it I get it mate I think like you were so entitled to that moment. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know now is like a proper strong woman in her 30s. But I feel like if I could have told you anything at that time when he was saying, why did you do that? It would have been, you were entitled to that moment. I call it your Gloria Gaynor moment. Because, <laughs> you know, I sung. Um, and I just think like, after everything you put you through, after watching as a viewer, not even as a pal, but as a viewer, watching your relationship play out and know you deserve better, you had every right to do that. Yeah. And also as well, get, forgive us, like, do you agree with this? Like, when I was proper balls deep in Geordie Shore, mm. I didn't know what to share and what not to share. Yeah. It felt like you just gave them everything because everyone, because that's what they were expecting. Yeah, you you've, you know, the pressure is on in that sense because ultimately you sign up to... to be on a reality show so you can't kind of pick and choose what you want to share within reason you can of course but when it comes to something like a relationship that they've what they've watched grow since the beginning yeah you owe it to them like you owe it to them to know what happened rather than just being like oh we broke up off camera and um I can't really tell you why everyone would be like what like we've invested two and a half years of watching that and like yeah but yeah I agree that's basically not kind of it is hard and, and, and a lot of the times you've the stress I went through, I think I got a few grey hairs, but like I said, it's, <laughs> it's worth it and you come out the other side and it's just made us stronger. But that that is why people love you so much, Jess, and why you've built this like a really strong following of, of, of nice, wonderful women because they've seen you go through the ups and they've seen you go through the downs and you've not hid your pain, you've not hid your struggle or your journey. Yeah. Like I think certain shows like Geordie Shaw and, and Towie, they're really good at that. I always get frustrated at Made in Chelsea because I'm a fan as well. I love all reality yeah, TV. Me too. But they're always just like, did you hear what happened in Saint-Tropez? And yeah. I'm like, no, why wasn't I there? Like, why didn't I say that? I always feel like I missed the best bit. But I know, Towie, because the, when the cameras stop rolling saw. with these shows, stuff yeah. still happens in between, as you very well know with Geordie Shaw and as I know. Um, mm. So, yeah, we do miss the stuff in between, but they can't literally film every second every day. Unfortunately, oh. Jess, that's actually exactly what happened on Towie, uh, on Geordie Shaw. <laughs> the really? Oh, my God, of course, because you're getting yeah. fly on the wall, isn't it? So it's so much, like, more, even more invasive. Oh, this, you couldn't get away without no corridor creeping, no sly neck-ons. Oh, my God, no, like, don't. No, not thrown up in the bin. You did it. They caught it on camera. And everyone saw. That's intense, every- isn't it? That is intense. <laughs> I always wonder if Towie was like that, if any, if it would have been very different in terms of what would have been captured. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Whilst it's like still fly on the wall-ish, it's more, obviously, they set the cameras up and set the scene. But, yeah, it's crazy. Madness. No, I think you had the better end of that deal, miss. You, you, you stay, stay where you were. Yeah. Definitely a better ride. <laughs> Don't knock it. <laughs> I want to know if there is anything, obviously, that you wish you could have have, gave, have told yourself as, as a young girl going into Towie. Oh, Knowing everything you yeah. know now, what would your advice be? Good question. My advice would be 
stop worrying and putting yourself down. I was so, my confidence was so shot to crap. Like, it's so weird. I'm a double-edged sword when it comes to confidence. I, I am really confident, but then I'm really not. And now I'm different to what I was then. But mm. I just think I was very much aware all the time of like not being myself. I was holding back. I was, I was, I wouldn't speak up when I should have. Um, so I think I just, I would have just said to myself, speak up, be confident, and also don't take any shit because you're better than that. Oh, so, I mean, probably what everyone should tell their younger self anyway. <laughs> you know, it's so weird that you say this because I just never got that impression. Like, I thought you came across super polished, incredibly ladylike and just so dignified. Like, I kind of had a girl crush on you, I think. Aww. I think I wanted to, I wanted to be <laughs> just right. Like, Aww. I did. <laughs> Bless you. I mean, I tried, I tried. We Unless I was hung over and I was, I mean, I mean, honestly, Vix, looking back at some of those episodes, there was an episode on the other week and my hair and my outfit, what I was wearing, I, I honestly, I must have got dressed in the dark. <laughs> like, it is funny, isn't it? When you look back at the fashion and the hairstyles and stuff from back then, crazy. Mate, don't even get me started, man. You're talking to the people who had like no time to get ready. Like, we were just constantly being filmed. I spent yeah. po- like 85% of series three looking like a raccoon. And drunk. It was just, oh, <laughs> always drunk. I mean, that goes without saying, Jess. Yeah, true. We pretty much were as well. <laughs> but it is it is nice to look back and see how far we've grown and see how much we've got from it. I do feel very grateful. I don't know about you. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. like I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I had some amazing times and it was, yeah, madness. And it's given us so many opportunities and and obviously like jobs and places to go and people to see it's been incredible I mean look at the award shows we get to go to every time I go to the NTAs or whatever I still pinch myself and I'm like this is crazy like this is so (laughs) fun and just yeah is there anybody who you've met and you've just gone fucking hell I'm meeting so-and-so oh god good question um I'm sure there is I'm sure I loved like People like Davina McCall and Jonathan mm-hmm. Ross, like people I watched mm-hmm. growing up on my TV, like presenting and stuff, I think yeah. has always been quite kind of cool. And then like soap actors like EastEnders and stuff, I grew up watching that. Just all sorts of people really, like pop stars. And I mean, I, I saw Leonardo DiCaprio in LA. That was a no. ridiculously mad starstruck. That was the only time I've ever been really, really starstruck, starstruck and my legs went jelly. Like they literally went jelly. <sighs> Um, but that oh. that was just because I was in LA. That wasn't necessarily from being at an event or something. But um, yeah, there's there's been some some crazy times. God, yours tops mine. Well, I mean, I don't know. It depends. It depends on, what direction you're coming from. Well, I lost my shit when I met Mary Berry. Oh, she's a legend. <laughs> she is a legend. <laughs> I absolutely and I was a bit pissed because me. Um, <laughs> so I just I just remember like talking to her about soggy bottoms for a really long time oh thinking my it was God. very funny but you did oh, ba- did you do Bake Off or MasterChef you did MasterChef MasterChef yeah, yeah. so, so you're, you're quite... Bake Off still on the to-do mate still you were really good weren't you um on MasterChef oh. where did you come I came like what well, essentially I tell everyone I came second but yeah you Greg, did Greg Rutherford just won and then me and Razor came next so we kind of shared second yeah I think. you did that was sick <laughs> Well done. I don't know if I did that well on there. I love cooking, but when I watch how creative people are on there, I'm like, see, I just wouldn't think of that. But I do love cooking. Oh, babe, maybe that's your next little. Uh, yeah, next maybe MasterChef is the way forward. 
I couldn't cook to save me life before I started it, mate. Really? Yeah, you proper have to learn on the job. Like, it's so fast-paced. It's, like, it's just super vocational. It's essentially, like, a really intense apprenticeship in cooking um, where you're being judged by two of the scariest men in TV. There's a new series (laughs) on now, actually. We were watching it last night. Um, Yeah, and it was the stuff they were coming out with. They had to make takeaways, and I was it was so creative. I was like, wow, like, that's insane. But, yeah, making me hungry. Oh, Jess. Yeah, I know. Don't get us started, mate. Right, I'll move on. We'll move on. I think it's dead interesting for people who might not know this about you. Um, I wasn't always going to be famous, like, at all. Like, I had, a de- like, this degree. I was working in bars. Um, I was working in a call centre. I didn't quite have things planned. But, Jess, I feel like you're one of these people who actually was always going to be famous. You were, like, a singer, a dancer, all sorts before Terry, weren't you? Um, well, I, I mean, I grew up at stage school outside of my actual school, so it wasn't full time. But um, so I was always on on and off stage and stuff like that. And I just loved singing and I wanted to be in a girl band. So, I mean, I don't know about always was going to be famous, but I did. That was like, I, I gave up my job basically to try and pursue my singing career. So I was definitely trying to head down the path of doing like that profession um, full time definitely but I feel like Towie was my way in and that's what I was hoping for at the time because obviously I was in a girl band and we went on Towie to to showcase that so yeah that was what that was the aim Mm-hmm. But it wasn't girl band wasn't your first. They were, you also auditioned for the X Factor. I know. You, you auditioned for the Saturdays, didn't you? Yeah, like I've never had confirmation that that was the Saturdays audition. But <clears throat> you know, when you just know, like I'm, I'm sure, yeah. like I know it was because of the people that put it together and things like that. But um, I well, I, when I say I auditioned, I didn't audition because nothing came out with my stage fright and I didn't sing, and that was a nightmare. But yeah no. so oh, I just went in twice he he was like go out and come back in and just please we really want you to do well I went back in and nothing would come out and I think that was the start of my stage fright forever and I've, oh, I've just yes I'm so sorry mm, I don't know what it is it was just so weird so weird I get it quite a lot but I was saying to someone the other day how there's like therapy for it so you can mm-hmm. get therapy for stage fright but that's on the list <laughs> big, big list big list <laughs> But you know, that's such a shame because I would have fucking loved it if you were in the Saturdays. Oh, so would I. I would have loved it. They were so cool. I loved their songs. Weren't they the best? Oh, I know. And I just love them all. I love yeah, them all. And you would have fitted in so good. <laughs> oh, thanks, Vic. I mean, I feel hey. like you're literally bigging me up so much. I'm not going to be able to walk out the door. Oh, this is this is welcome to Vicky Patterson the Secret too. Yeah. Like, I'm not Piers. I'm not Piers Morgan. There's no controversial questions here. It's just all love. <laughs> So you, of course, we can't shy away from the fact that you are from a very famous family. Like, I feel like at one point or another, everybody has been on TV. And, um, of course, Mark is now married to Michelle Keegan. I want to ask a question that I think everybody probably wants to know the answer to. What the fuck is it like being Michelle Keegan's sister-in-law? Like, I'm not, I I don't even know her properly. And I feel insecure. She's that perfect. Like, how on (laughs) earth do you do it, Jess? Oh, I mean, yeah, with difficulty, no, I'm joking. She's, um, she is an absolute goddess, but she's the most humble, um, oh. laid back, chilled, not at all loves herself person you'll ever, ever meet. She is hard on herself and she's, she's just not hard on herself, but like she's, yeah, she's just so humble. So it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be honest, to be around her because she's just not one bit like superficial or, or vain or anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, she's insane. 
She's next I level. Knew you're, I knew you were going to say that. Like, I knew I knew she was just going to be a super lovely person she as well. She is so lovely. Honestly, like... Damn it, Michelle, you have it all! <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching her in Brassic recently, and I do think she's great. Um, and I feel like maybe potentially that could be, like, a near next step. Do you fancy doing a bit of acting, Eva, Jess? Um, well, obviously, I'm doing Girls Just Want to Have Fun, the theatre show next year. Yes! Yes, it's been postponed because, obviously, of COVID. But, um, so that'll be great, and I'm acting in that. And, yeah, I love <laughs> acting, so I, I absolutely love it. I did the film last year, didn't I? It was a very small part, but it was a little glimpse of it, and I just love it. I, I did a lot of acting growing up. I did Lambda exams, and I did... I was always on stage doing it, so... Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But um, I don't know about following in Michelle's footsteps. I mean, she's a legend. But yeah, who knows? I've got I've got the show next year, so that'll be good. It's on. It's on. We're on tour, so you'll have to come see us, Fix. Oh my god, I'll absolutely be there with bells on, yes, mate. So definitely. just give everybody all the information now, just just so they can know everything. So it's, it's, it's called next, Just want to have fun. Yeah, it's next spring and autumn. Uh, there's two different tours, and it's going to be in venues all across the country in theatres. Uh, it's amazing. It's like all eighties music. Um, it's, it's set in a karaoke yes. bar. Um, so it. it's like my it's basically me. So yeah, it's just <laughs> going to be amazing. Like the character I'm playing is just so sassy and funny. Like it's it's really humorous. It's a very very girly girly show. It's like you'd go there with all your mom and your friends and your aunties yeah. and just have the best night. That's the kind of show it is. It's like girls' night out or Hindu central night. Literally be prepared yeah. for there to just be plastic penises I everywhere. On that. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> it's literally going to be Hindu central. You're so right. That's exactly the vibe. But um, it's funny as well, though. It's like so so funny. It's brilliant. Oh mate, I'm excited. I can probably see you in something like that. I think you'll smash it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, being what always frustrated me. Um, is the fact that you are your own person, you have your own talents, your own life, your own journey, yet the press were just constantly obsessed with comparing you to Mark and Michelle and what they had. And like, as an outsider looking in, as someone who's experienced parts of that with my version of the press, I felt really fucking frustrated on your behalf. Did it ever, did it ever get to you? Uh, I mean, no, because I was really happy for them as well. And, um, it wasn't it wasn't so much that because ultimately I was single and I was loving life and whatever else um but I do get frustrated when someone says Mark Wright's sister it really pisses me off because I'm not surprised not not in terms of like being Mark's sister but like just almost defining me like as that it's almost like if someone was to not know who I am which is very normal and fine and whatever but it just annoys me if they'll be like you know Mark Wright's sister it's like well, actually, I'm just Jess and I don't know why there's that kind of thing. But at the same time, I do get it. Mark was a massively strong character in TOWIE and and has obviously smashed it in the industry since then. And, and he's done all sorts of reality shows like The Jungle and Strictly and whatever. So I get that he's definitely more known than me. Um, so that's obviously where it comes from. But I'm so used to it. And also, I've got my own kind of thing going on and my own people that follow me and he's got his. Mm. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not complaining. It's... It's not the worst. No, it's not the worst, Jess, but let, let me just tell you that you are so much more than Mark Wright's sister. You are <laughs> strong. You are beautiful. You are a champion of other women. You're just an all-round like, successful person. And, no, no, yeah, he's you Jess know Wright's brother. Dogs, but... He's Jess yeah! Wright's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that's we right, We need to girl. get that one out there. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, I've had absolute pleasure talking to you in part one. I really hope I can count on you coming back in part two. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it for the world, obviously.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.